0: Welcome to my testimony, and today, Dawn, I can't believe this is our 50th episode. Wow, God's been great, and uh, I can't believe how He has sustained us uh, for us to, uh, what, 50, 50 testimonies so far? 50 testimonies. Far. All right.
1: All wonderful testimonies. Yes, yes. And,
0: um, we're looking forward to, what, 50 more Well,
2: (laughs) you never know. By God, decides.
0: By God, decides.
2: Exactly. Unless Jesus comes first. right. That's right.
0: And and we have a special guest, special guest with us today. And um, to coincide with our 50th anniversary, uh, our our 50th episode, episode. We have a couple who is celebrating their 50th anniversary anniversary this year. This year, right. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So, and, uh, I guess, I guess we let the cat out the bag already. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to welcome Jack and Joanna Reed to my testimony. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Yep. Awesome.
0: And, uh, Jack and Joanna has been part of our community for all these years. And, um. We're just so grateful to have them and to celebrate with them their 50th anniversary as we celebrate Uh our 50th episode.
2: Yes. Amen. So, So welcome
0: again, and uh, we're looking forward to this testimony. before we get into today's testimony let's bow our heads with prayer father we thank you so much thank you for sustaining us and thank you that we are able to celebrate our 50th episode today and to celebrate it with jack and joanna as they celebrate their 50th anniversary this year it is such a blessing and it's such a, a a joy to know that we can be which you and you sustain us all throughout these years and to everything that we do so we pray that as we listen to this testimony today that your holy spirit would abide with us that we will be blessed and that we will grow and grow closer to you in everything that we do in jesus name
1: amen amen Amen. Amen. all right so let's start with you joanna Mm -hmm. Just tell us a little history where you were born etc
2: well, I was born in Syracuse, New York, mm-hmm. way back when, <laughs> <laughs> and my heart is still there because I just I just love that area. Right. But I've been down here forever. Moved here in 1955. Wow! wow. wow. So I've been here a long time, yeah. and uh, our family. Is still up in New York. What's left of them? Right. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I've lost so much family at this point. But yeah, yeah. when you get older, that's the way life is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah.
2: So I finished high school down here. Okay. Worked for the Broward County School Board and the library section for for a while
3: mm-hmm.
2: before I married and had. A child, mm-hmm. David, mm-hmm. and then uh, that didn't. Unfortunately, it didn't last, okay. and I was too young. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And <laughs> um, so uh, then I just ended up working in private enterprise. I didn't go back to the school board to work. Okay. Okay. So. Not much. I always give the Reader's Digest version.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's quite Reader's fine. Digest. The Reader's Digest. Right? I love that. And then Jack, Jack, what about you? Where were you born yeah. and raised?
4: Uh, I was born and raised in uh, northwestern Pennsylvania in the Allegheny Mountains, mm-hmm. hundred miles south of Erie and hundred twenty miles north and east of Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, I want to give you a little bit of my family background because uh, it's not unique. I know that because back then, uh, during the war, I was born just before the United States got into the Second World War. Mm. My dad was the oldest of 11 living children. And uh, the youngest of the, that, his family is six months younger than I am.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Right.
4: (laughs) He had six sisters and five brothers. No, he had four brothers with himself as five. Right. And uh, we, I grew up, it's hard to say because I grew up in my grandmother's home uh, because back then, you know, people, young people got married. They couldn't Live off by themselves,
3: mm-hmm.
4: uh, so they stayed. They stayed in the family home, and so at one time we had four, 15 people living in one house. Oh wow! But it was a two-story. It was big. It was All big right. enough. But the thing that uh, during the war, uh, my mother—it's it's a long story—but I want to try to encapsulate it. Um,
2: he doesn't do Reader's Digest.
4: Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you got to get the story. <laughs> my mom, my mother had two older sisters, and the oldest one had moved to Cleveland, and we were all Roman Catholic. Oh, okay. And she married a Jewish mm. fellow. Okay. And he was he was rich. He had business, you know, and all that. And during the war. We couldn't all live in my grandmother's home. So my mother and my sister moved to uh, Cleveland. My mother's mother and my mother's brother moved there also. Mm. And so they're living in Cleveland. And uh, I stayed with my dad and three of his brothers. Uh, The brothers all slept in one room. And uh, the girls all slept in one room, but they had the biggest room. <laughs> but anyway, uh, moving up the history, we uh, all everything came back together after the war.
0: Okay. Uh, mm. And
4: uh, 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 I went to school there in St. Mary's. Uh, and uh, I got married uh, shortly after I graduated from high school. And uh, mm. my first wife and I had uh four boys and one girl
0: okay uh,
4: and uh when i turned 30 i came to florida and by myself of course okay and uh, my ex-wife raised the kids which i'm thankful for mm-hmm. and uh uh i went to i had my one of my cousins was here in Flo- in in fort Lauderdale. And she was married to a guy from, uh, he worked at Florida Power and Light. Okay. And she took me in. I mm-hmm. stayed with them for several months. Uncle Dick, we called him Uncle Dick. Uncle Dick was, he, he knew people, you know. Right. <laughs> and he found me a job at Broward Fire Equipment. Okay. <laughs> Which is where Joanna worked. Right. And we met there and we started you know dating and she must have seen something good in me yeah because it, <laughs> it could have been i wasn't bald back then
0: <laughs> <laughs> But but you know what jack that's not the story I, I want jonah to tell that part of the story man jonah t- tell <laughs> us what happened when when jack was like, on the job with you okay what, what happened there <laughs>
2: Well, I don't know if you want to hear the real story. (laughs) But but anyway, what he did, he came to work there, and I did personnel records. I mean, it was a one-girl office. What could I tell you? Mm -hmm. And so I knew everybody's business. Okay. And and, uh, he came to work there, and I... I have to say, I really didn't like him. Mm. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he didn't, let's just say, he didn't make an impression on me. Oh, there
1: you know, go. He worked
2: there for over a year. And the thing that did impress me was his responsibility
0: okay. to
2: take care of the right. children he was estranged from. Mm. And uh, I had been on the other side of the aisle where I was abandoned and didn't get that. Oh, wow. So I respected that. Right. And that's probably what drew me to him when he called me out of the blue and asked to come and visit. Mm. And it happened to be my birthday. Oh, wow. So, and my son wasn't home. He'd wanted to go and spend time with friends. And so I said, But it's my birthday, he said, but I want to spend time with my friend. I said, okay, go, go.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He was 12.
2: Well, he wasn't 12 then. but He was 12 when Jack and I got married. Oh, okay. So so anyway, after that, we started dating. Nobody at work really knew. Mm. And that was a small office, but they still didn't know. Oh, wow. (laughs) We made a pact to keep our personal life separate from our work life. Mm. Okay. To tell you how separate it was, there was a gentleman that used to come in there quite often. And he was such a nice person. And Jack was working at the counter and I was standing there. And I'm not going to mention the person's name, but he asked me out. Okay. <laughs> and I said, oh, you understand. By then Jack and I were married, I think. I said, oh, you know, Jack and I are married. Oh, he was so embarrassed and I felt so bad
3: for him. Wow.
2: That's how we kept our personal life separate from our business life. Right. And uh, so, I mean, my boss wouldn't even let us take a vacation together. He was so mad at us. (laughs) Oh, we wow. had to, that first year, we had to take separate vacation. Well, it was kind of, kind of funny, kind of funny, but everybody adjusted. And, of course, my boss didn't think it would last. Oh, wow. So oh. there were too many differences, he thought. Oh. My lifestyle and Jack's at the time were different. Oh, okay.
0: Well, he, he he's wrong, man, because wow. no now we have fifty years 50 going years. on here.
3: No,
2: we have fifty years. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Who knew? That, <laughs> wow. that's just the, the, the short of it. So we, we did we, we got married. Uh, like I said, I really knew his traits. So I knew he was an honorable man.
0: <laughs> right.
2: But I also know see I'm German Italian heritage. Ooh. He's German. So I understand (laughs) those personalities. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The older he gets, the more
3: German.
2: Wow. Oh, anyway, what can I say? And I wasn't always an Adventist. I didn't uh, become an Adventist until the '60s, in '64, actually. Okay. I was Catholic. Okay. Not really but uh, yeah that's most of us aren't that was my background (laughs) okay okay so
1: So what made you become adventist jack joanna joanna Joanna. first yes,
0: yes
4: yes yeah she was the one she was first
2: well actually i was already uh a single parent by then and the young couple living next to me were adventists but i didn't know it Mm -hmm. But when their grandmother
3: came, Mm -hmm.
2: I knew who she was. She was a Bible worker from Tennessee, Mrs. Phillips. She was a lovely, lovely person. And uh, she asked me to go to church with her.
0: Okay.
2: And I said, no, thank you.
0: (laughs) And she
2: she persevered. And I said, I do not do church. I don't go to church.
0: Oh, okay.
2: And she kept, finally, in respect for my elder, <laughs> I condescended and I went to church with her. Oh, okay. And the young couple said, don't judge Adventism by us because we don't live it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very obvious that because I didn't know they were. But Mrs. Phillips was very dedicated to the Lord she was a very spiritual woman. She was just really lovely. So I started going to Sabbath school. After she left, it was Sabbath school. I still couldn't go to church. But then they drew me in, sending my son to ask me to teach Sabbath school. Oh, wow. wow. So that was my beginning with the children's ministry, oh, being drawn in by this lovely lady who was a retired professional teacher
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and i learned so much from her and i still say to this day if that hadn't been my beginning i probably wouldn't be an adventist because at that time in the 50s and 60s adventism it was a little difficult to take I thought I had left the Catholic Church and and gotten into the rigidness of Adventism. Mm, (laughs) And so I but working with the children and learning was a a really it, it was momentous for me. I did I really learned so much working with the children and this lovely lady. Right. Uh, one of the things that bothered me about the early days of Adventism was the fact that they kept talking about Ellen White, but they didn't talk about the Bible. Mm. Mm. And I couldn't understand who is this Ellen White <laughs> and where was the Bible? Right. And, So that was a little difficult to adjust, and it wasn't until Jack came on the scene and we went to our first evangelistic meeting. I'd never been to one, and that was in the 70s, Mm. Mm -hmm. 72, actually. And that's when I learned Ellen White. I said, well, she's a person just like us, except (laughs) that she was used of God. God inspired her, and I learned to love her, and I realized the importance of the to the testimony in the scripture.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. Awesome story. Yep, wow. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: So, it is for me. I mean, you know, otherwise where would I be today? Yeah,
1: exactly. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. Wow. God God knows he takes us on the journey that he wants us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And even when we make mistakes, he'll take us He'll go with us anyway. Yeah. And he'll steer us back. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. You, you started teaching before you became an Adventist, right? Before you got baptized, they, they put you to
2: teaching. Well, no, um, I was baptized in 64. Mm-hmm. And uh, my son was three when we started. Mm-hmm. And so I started in cradle roll with him. Then okay. I graduated to kindergarten and they asked me to teach in kindergarten and I couldn't. The children were too active and I lost my voice. I couldn't teach them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that was the days most of you won't remember. They had sandboxes and paper figures. Oh. And uh, the children wouldn't keep their hands out oh, of sandbox. Shit. They weren't supposed to. What a temptation. And they were wiggly and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm kind of a, I'm a little nervous for that. So I said, I'm sorry. I can't teach because I lost my voice. Oh, wow. <laughs> and for me, I mean, in those days, I never did any public speaking. This was with children, understand. Mm-hmm. Right. And then after a while, David moved on to primary. And in primary, his uh, teacher sent him to ask me to help out in primary. So that's my basis. That's my ground is primary. Mm -hmm. And I I just, I learned I learned with the children. Mm -hmm. And that's when I realized some of my life's habits had to change because you can't have a double standard. Mm -hmm. You can't teach children one thing and live something else. So that's when I was Mm-hmm. And I truly began to realize who God was and my spiritual journey. Yeah. And it's not over yet; I'm still learning. Yep. Amen.
0: Wow. Amen. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. So, Jack, when when did you yes. become Adventist?
4: When did I become?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, well, first off, let me go back a little bit. Uh, I was raised in a Roman Catholic atmosphere because everybody I knew was Roman Catholic because St. Mary's, Pennsylvania was founded by a uh, group of German people
3: Mm -hmm.
4: who, however they did it back in the 1700s, they got this big piece of property in the mountains in Pennsylvania and everybody that came was German Catholic. Mm -hmm. And for a small town like it was, they had three, Catholic churches,
1: wow!
4: And mm-hmm. uh, they were anyway. Um, when I came and got the job and was working with Joanna, and we got married, uh, she used to go to ch- church, like or Sabbath school, and I would stay home and cut the grass and keep the. We bushes. had a
2: beautiful yard then,
4: because <laughs> 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 every every Saturday I'm out there working away. Uh but um, uh there, we were working together one time and mm-hmm. Joanna said to me uh, do you mind if after work today we go down to the Adventist church it was it was across the street from Broward General
0: okay mm-hmm.
4: and I said yeah we can do that what when we go home we can eat later okay so we went down there and there was a, a a guy that we just met his name was uh george gantz george gantz okay and i didn't know it at the time but he was with the evangelistic team Hmm. and uh uh, there was a couple there uh jerry and esther barker Hmm. and he at the time he was uh he was an elder at fort lauderdale church Okay. we're we're sitting there and we're stuffing envelopes and talking and I know you know what the mailboxes, those big mailboxes, golly, they must be two or three foot by two or three. Then they put all the envelopes in there yeah. from, mm-hmm. the um, up, from the post office. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got he's got all these things stacked up in the corner. And I said, I counted and I said, How many letters are going out in these boxes? And he said, Well, they Whoever gets the information, they know what they're doing. I said, okay. And the, the campaign they were starting was at Parker Playhouse. Okay. You know where Parker Playhouse is in Fort Lauderdale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. It,
4: it was, I mean, it was a beautiful place, a theater with, with beautiful, comfortable seats, and mm. they seated 1,200 people.
0: Right.
4: And you knew me. I'm a numbers guy.
2: You wouldn't know that, would
4: you? I kept looking at those boxes and I said, do you realize that Parker Playhouse only has 1,200 seating? He said, oh yeah, they got that all figured out. I said, okay, okay. (laughs) So we went to the first meeting and of course we went to every other one too because I wasn't really you know, I didn't know if I wanted to go or not. Hmm. But we go and there's this George Gantz. He's he's part of the team,
3: mm.
4: and uh, I got the, we got to Joanna and I got to know him very well.
3: Oh yes, and
4: uh, we had packed the auditorium, people sitting on the steps, people standing along the wall.
2: Oh, wow. wow! And I'd never seen anything like that. And
4: the fire department got there.
2: Ah. Oh. <laughs>
4: We had we had to clear the aisles
2: and turn right. people away turn
4: people away oh, wow. and that, that was not the greatest thing but oh. we we stayed as much as we can or could and uh, uh we baptized well the, the evangelist made his call you know
3: mm-hmm. come forward well, yeah
4: and uh I can't tell you, and I don't think i ever explained to anybody, when he made that call, I stood up and started walking forward, and I don't know why to this day. Just something compelled me to go there.
2: It was extremely startling because he jumped up so quickly. I didn't know what had happened, and he went forward. He was the first one. He just darted down that aisle and it had to be the Holy Spirit (laughs) just (laughs) pulling him off his seat.
4: (laughs) But then anyway, I was uh, baptized in that campaign and uh, he baptized 180 some people. Wow. 58 uh, formed the plantation church and 50 formed the Pompano Church.
3: Oh, wow. wow. And
4: the, the rest of them, Made,
2: didn't well, there were, was a church in Hollywood, uh, and then yeah. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Fort Lauderdale and Hollywood were the ones responsible for it, right? So,
4: uh, we started uh, going meeting, and uh, at the meeting, Jerry Barker uh, was asked to be uh, head elder, mm. and I was I was asked to because of. I guess because of my background and uh, the handyman that I am, mm-hmm. they asked me to be the head deacon. Okay. Mm. So Jerry and I were
2: it was a brand new Christian, but we I were a yep. head deacon already. We were wow. Right. right. So
0: but wow. you're part of the special fifty. You see you see all the fifties wow. working here? 50. So
1: 50, 50
0: yeah. members started plantation. Wow.
1: And where were you <laughs> yeah. where were you worshiping? So, where were you worshipping at that time?
0: we uh, rented
4: they they I should say they because this was all set up outside of my purview
3: mm. and
4: uh, uh, they rented the saint of, the episcopal church in plantation on 5th street okay. that was
2: after we so, form, we formed that yeah, was we, december 23rd right. 1972
4: right yeah. that's when Plantation was uh, invited into the Sisterhood of Churches. Oh, wow. And
2: uh, it's really cool.
4: We rented uh, the St. Benedict's Episcopal Church's Fellowship Hall. Okay. (laughs) And we were there for five years.
3: Oh, wow. wow. Okay. We got
4: some good people uh, that were Adventists that had money. (laughs) <laughs> and, and <laughs> okay. they started and they were more or less the core group and we saved up until we could uh, start building the church so Fort Lauderdale and Plantation uh, got together and we went looking for pieces of property and we looked at several before we where we are now that was just a, an empty lot, and it was five acres, and so we- uh, More or less. Well, it was actually last less. Less. After a while, we found out it was only 4.8 acres. Oh, okay. If, they, if Broward County, if it was Broward County back then. It wasn't Plantation. It was an area west of Plantation that was called Plantation Acres. Right, and they still call that area today the Acres,
0: you know. Acres, right. Oh, so,
4: but we uh, uh, went around. We bought this property and uh, saved up the money, and we set out on our own. And Fort Lauderdale wanted to build a school. Okay. And I really wasn't for that, but the money people—I don't like to call them that—but <laughs>
2: Well,
4: Let so see. let's not. <laughs> <laughs> the, influential, the influential people. Right, there you go. They were not so, new
2: in the church. No, they, they, were, been in, right. they were seasoned
0: Christians. So. Oh, okay, <laughs> so right.
4: They said, if we don't build this school, the church will die, and Fort Lauderdale will too, because it's not going to go. need the school. So we voted to go ahead and do that, and we built the gymnasium, which is what you see today. Right and uh, uh, that's where we were sent to uh, worship
2: from 1977
4: yeah we opened the school building in 77 so we started worshiping in the gym in 77 and uh, back then the architect uh, drawings had on there that it was a plantation seventh-day adventist church because it had to be done that way or Broward County would not have allowed us to do the school. Oh, uh, gotcha. Back then, the rule the rule was uh, a church with a subservient school. Ooh. Okay, That's the way we were built. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. If, you go, if you go back into Broward County records today, it's still the plantation, Seventh-day Adventist church and school.
0: <laughs>
4: okay. That's the way it's listed. That's the way it's listed with the county. Oh, okay it's
2: a real growing experience it it's was, a it real was. journey
4: we, we yeah. did wonderful Joanna's dad was uh, he worked for a foundation company mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we he knew people in the business you know and you know, and we uh, did that and uh, we built the building that we have today and uh, we I thought we did pretty well. Uh, we started having
2: who knew that we were going to grow so much. No, yeah, I, actually,
3: I, yeah.
2: we thought we were progressive at the time,
3: to yeah, build right.
2: as big a building as it was. And then when we moved from the the uh, gymnasium to the sanctuary church, mm-hmm. you know,
3: mm-hmm.
2: we outgrew it very quickly, very quickly.
4: Oh, wow. <laughs> but, um, we the building was built with uh, I think the official seating was 338 hmm. with, you know, the, the separate green chairs that we have in the church. Yeah, and There were 32 of them, and they were supposed to be up on the stage behind the pastor as, as like a, a choir loft.
0: Okay. <laughs> and so
4: there was, <laughs> there was only like uh, 315 people seated on the main floor. Oh. The rest of the number was up behind the pastor, oh, wow. and uh, yeah, thanks, and one George. of one of the influential people said, "The church is that church is too big." Hmm. Oh wow! And she wanted us to build a two hundred and fifty seat church, but we persisted and built what we have today. Wow! So anyway, that's our journey there, uh,
2: and I said, "It's too small." The Sabbath school rooms I used to complain to Tim Nichols was a pastor when we were building it. Then mm -hmm. and we would hold Vespers there Mm -hmm. on Saturday (laughs) evening in each little portion of what was to be. And I looked at those classrooms and I said, they are too small. And he looked at me and he says, that's all we've got. And I said, it's too small. Wow. Guess what? Wow. <laughs> is it too small? Well, who would have thought we went from
3: uh,
4: wow. 200 people to almost a 1,000, you know? And
0: exactly. exactly.
4: Wow. It's just The growth is outrageous. But I remember God glad, must
2: be smiling at us. I'm glad she <laughs> mentioned uh,
4: Tim doing Vespers there. Every Sabbath, we, we would go to a different you know, you got to remember it was only under roof, and the studs were there. Was no walls and just studs
3: mm-hmm. around.
4: Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do vespers in the sanctuary. Okay, so we went and did that one week. Then we went to the classrooms, and <laughs> and when I tell people that that what Tim wanted was uh, to have vespers in the bathroom. Oh, wow. in the bathrooms in the hallway.
2: they're okay. okay. you know? necessary. And he, that's what he said. He <laughs> said
4: bathrooms are really a very important part of this building. So we had vespers there, and each Sabbath we had a a a big piece of cardboard with the the uh, the plot the the church floor where the schools where the schoolrooms are, where the sanctuary is. So plan. And we would yeah, the church plans and then we would when we got to a certain point with money, then we would
2: colored color color that yeah. in.
3: Oh okay. wow.
4: we got that now our next goal this is our next it was goal. a real
2: incentive.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
4: Eventually we color colored the whole thing in. So oh,
0: wow
4: we okay. did cool. Yeah. It was it was not only was it very difficult, but it was also very rewarding to do that and do get this building built and be in church and be able to see the, the, uh,
0: the progress. progress
4: we were making yeah. with the church building, which was across the driveway. So wow. I thought we did pretty well.
0: Yeah, beautiful. What, what mm-hmm. year, what year um, the church was completed?
4: August of well, the school opened in August of 1977.
0: Mm-hmm. The church. But the church, yeah, the, the, church church, the, church until, mm-hmm.
4: the church wasn't finished building until May of 1990. Oh, wow, oh.
0: yeah, so. And it, so it, it, it's such a beautiful place and um it is yeah and that's when we we started going in in 1998 that's when we started coming to oh wow, wow.
3: we've
4: known you that long huh? yeah
1: okay. yeah
3: that's you cool. only
0: yeah
1: did you have both of your daughters in or you just have one i just had one and i was pregnant yeah. with the other one when i came yeah oh okay good yeah and now your third one she's she doesn't know anything else she
4: doesn't know anything <laughs> I know. I know. Wow. And she's and she's soon to go off to school. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah.
4: Yes. And then, then what are you guys gonna do? And Just then- knock around in that. Well
0: we're we're gonna you know? we're gonna we're gonna do by we're gonna do like you guys, man, working all fiftieth to get to our fiftieth like you.
2: God bless you. I'm gonna pray bless to that yeah. end. It's not easy yeah. journey. <laughs> well,
0: I'm so glad you're saying that. No, so let's <laughs> let's get into that though. Let's get into that cuz you you guys have survived 50 50 years What is the I secret? What to is the secret sauce?
4: Survived because it's a survival. And I don't know if, if married couples know that when they're young. Mm. But Joanna and I have really survived. There's there's ups and there's downs and you know and then there's level parts and then somebody will come into your life and wow you're really great and then they'll go away and then you'll be way down it's a struggle it's a struggle,
0: mm. it's a struggle. Mm. Mm.
4: So, but plantation it's a
2: different journey for each one of us mm-hmm. yeah. I mean it's hard sometimes for you to look at it from the other person's view right Because well it, it, it just is mm-hmm. <laughs> but God's God's grace carries you through a lot of upheavals, Mm -hmm. the pitfalls, you know. Like I said, it's a a long journey, and it is only the grace of God that carries you through. It really Mm -hmm. is because... uh, I mean, remember several times in church, you know, people look at you and they think you have it all together.
4: Yeah, you're perfect. Right. They,
2: <laughs> they don't realize some of the things you go through that life is not perfect. At one point when he had his bad accident, we were facing bankruptcy. Right. And that is, that is a very difficult thing because I was brought up, you always paid your dues. No matter what, you always paid your dues, right. Right. and mm-hmm. so, like I said, the grace of God, and then because it it tests it tests your personal relationship with God, it tests your relationship with the other person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get angry with the other person, mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes you think, "Why am I here?" Mm-hmm. I mean you know let's be honest it is not a bed of roses there are thorns on the roses and we have two expressions that we've used over the years it's a good thing I love you mm-hmm. and I love you anyway because our way of of arguing is not to scream and yell at each other because I grew up with that Mm -hmm. and I can't stand it. Is We do get silent because neither one of us wants confrontation. And Mm -hmm. I know if I get wound up, I get really, really hot. So the best thing is silence is golden. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we let things cool Mm -hmm. Then we usually go off somewhere and we have a conversation. And uh, then you have to have a lot of forgiveness for things that you really don't like. Right. So, but uh, 50 years. Yeah. Like I said, the grace of God. I'm glad we've weathered the storm and we're still going.
0: (laughs) Amen. Well, you
2: know,
4: 25, i trying to figure how many years, but about 25 years of uh, the church, uh, I was the youth leader. Oh, wow. Yeah. And of course, started with, actually, I started with the junior early teen when David was uh, a junior early teen.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And then when he, graduated into the youth uh, I went with him into the youth and
2: we didn't have a lot of children we so. didn't have
4: a lot but we had we had some of the best mm-hmm. and uh, still to we're still uh, friends still I, I don't know what term to use but they still love us mm-hmm. because yeah. Joanna we not,
2: hear from a few of them right wow.
4: Joanna's mm-hmm. uh, not, she was a women's ministry, not women's, children's ministry. Mm-hmm. and But we used to go places with the youth, and Joanna was, she was part of the youth, you know. Mm-hmm. They didn't expect me to go by myself, but we used to.
2: But we always supported each other in whatever ministry. So right. we've been busy all through the years, right. I'm ready for retirement.
3: <laughs> right, 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 I wow.
2: think I I think I deserve retirement <laughs> <laughs> uh, take on the new avenue yeah, <laughs> we,
4: we had some we had some good times really we really did and uh, I think we enjoyed that a lot you know we used to take them we used to play volleyball Saturday night
0: in yep. the gym yeah in the gym. Yeah. Nice. I see and the trophies then, at church. I see the trophies. Yeah,
4: I think there's still some up in the attic. I don't think they threw them all out. Mm. I think they wanted to, but uh, somebody asked me one time, and I said, don't you throw them. <laughs> we we did a lot of volleyball. But ball- we were playing volleyball in the gym with just uh, the youth class, and maybe some others that if were invited came along. Like to play volleyball. Anyway, after, and we had, uh, Doug Ray was the, I don't want to he- say he's my assistant, but we were leadership, co-leadership-like.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And he lived down in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, and uh, his, his two kids and my David, our David, uh, were friends. They went to school. at so- It was not Sawgrass then. And, uh, but we would get done playing volleyball. Okay. And we would come up to a pizza place. Love was called love and oven. And it was at the corner of university and commercial. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many people we'd have 15, 16 people on a Saturday night. Wow. And, uh, we, you know, filled the place up and ordered pizza and drinks and, the lady that, I don't know if she owned the place or if she was managing,
3: mm. but
4: she came to us one time and she said, I see you come in here a lot on Saturday nights. She said, so we made it out that if we were going to go there, we would call her from the church, okay, actually from the gym,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and tell her we're on our way. I've got 12, 14, 15 people. And then she'd be prepared for us when we got there. That that was really nice. Where are we going now? Love and Oven.
2: (laughs) Wow. They did that for a long time until they came to uh, our kitchen. Oh,
4: I wasn't (laughs) going to tell them that. Oh, my. Why don't we have the kids come to the house? There was a
2: reason why we couldn't go to Love and Oven one time or something. And I said, well, why don't you have them to the house, and I'll make pizza for them.
3: Wrong. Oh, oh,
2: oh. um, <laughs> a lot of pizza.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, yes. So here we have a
4: whole bunch of kids.
2: Wall-to-wall children, because our That's place is right. small.
4: They're small. <laughs> laying around on the floor and sitting on each other's oh, locks. We did that
2: for and, quite a while.
4: And uh, they're laying there, and they're eating pizza, and they're saying, why are we going to the Love and Oven?
1: This is what wow. the pizza's better, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, this, this
2: is better and pizza. I made a pretty mean pizza, pizza. in those days. Wow.
4: <laughs> nice. Yes, yeah, so it was good. We had some real good times, Uh and we very seldom had any problems, you know, and it was good. And then the kids got older, uh, went off to school, and, College. Got
2: married.
4: Got
3: married. Had children. Had children
2: had and it kids. starts all over again, the cycle.
0: Yes. Right. Yes.
2: And look at our church today with all of the young families and the children. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Is that wonderful or what? It
0: is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Yes. And uh, jo- Joanna, I remember you told us one time that you yeah. prayed for children, children. at the plantation, because there wasn't Oh, any,
2: oh, yeah. Any, oh yeah. What we happened after you prayed children. for children?
4: I think we had two.
2: We didn't at have too UG. many when we first started. There was not a lower grade, and then, right. you know, and like Jack said, he he moved with his the juniors and and uh, into the youth group. But we said we need children here. Yeah. Well, we had groups that there was highly a hospital mm. at, uh, years back, okay. and they moved in some young families, and they had children, right. And so the children came, and a few stayed, but most left. And over the years, families bring families, I think. When they see the children in Sabbath school, then this starts coming. But we did. We said, we have to pray for children. So over the years, I always say, be sure you want what you pray for because you might just get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are times I've prayed for things and wish God hadn't answered. But in this <laughs> case, praise God. He's, yeah. I look at oh, that beautiful flower garden when they do the children's story.
3: Mm. And I yeah. try
2: to count. You then can't. they move, and I can't count them. But it's so Little pop-up children. Yes, yes, yes. You know, you
3: know.
4: Well, I, I actually, I think I got one time, I got a count, and I counted 52 kids. Oh,
2: it's nearer 100 these days. Yeah. Well, it, prior to the up. pandemic.
4: You know. But, you know, we've, in the past, we've had very good children's Sabbath schools. Uh, and
2: just We've had very dedicated people. The
4: last meeting, I don't know if it was a staff meeting or a elders meeting. But, you know, Pastor Marsh is looking for us, a senior pastor.
1: Right, mm-hmm. right. And he
4: said that he I don't know if he figured it out or if somebody told him that there's people that bring their children to plantation for Sabbath school.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: And yep. then I, they go off to their church.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can tell you. To that. that's, 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 what what that's what we did. Yeah, that's the whole point. Right.
4: Yeah. I, I had a fellow one time, that talking to me in the hall. He was waiting for his kids to get out of Sabbath school, and uh, he told he told me that that he was bringing his children for Sabbath school. Then wow. they're going to church. Yeah. I thought, okay.
2: <laughs> so I hope that keeps going. You right. know, right. with this pandemic, it has hit everybody. So. I just uh, I
4: hate it. I hate it. Yeah.
2: It has really affected us, mm. I think. And I know some people say, oh, you get closer together. And some people, you know, I don't know. I don't mm. talk to that many. Jack and I have been retired or supposed to be retired for I don't know how long. <laughs> yeah, 21 years. So we've always been together. Right. And now we are together together <laughs> he, he, he doesn't go off and that's so you know so you think oh my goodness so yeah. i don't know how some people are managing but i'm really thankful for our church and the youngness of the uh that's a word uh, for our family because they have kept ministries going during this time. Yes. Mm. Yes. And so there is a connectedness. Right. And I hate technology. I'm sorry. I hate technology. <laughs> but I'm thankful for it and yeah. what it has done during this past year and a half. Yeah. That people have it and there is a connectedness.
3: Right. Amen. Right.
2: I praise God for that because God knew this was going to happen even though we didn't. Right. Exactly. Yes.
4: You know. Exactly. Yes. Uh, well Amen. we have to make the best of it. So
2: So y'all just gonna have to put up with us. <laughs> <laughs> Especially me. <laughs> I have priorities and is not high on the list, <laughs> Which is surprising right. to me because I've always been mechanically inclined, but mechanics and technology seem to be different. Okay, they I mean, are, they it, are, it, definitely are. I left the workplace probably a little too soon. <laughs> well. And so I have really never going to catch up never going to catch up
4: uh, you, well, you... i tell people i tell people that uh there i'm not going to be a member of any other church by plantation because i'm going to die there
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm.
4: uh, back whenever we were palling around with the barkers uh, jerry was I, I told you he was at one time the head elder
3: okay. yeah
4: he's also a medical guy he owned he and his brother owned three laboratories at three different hospitals in Florida. Okay. And they, they had an airplane. Mm. And we used to fly with them. Oh, you know? such fun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> mm. well, we flew to the islands, we fly up state, you know. But anyway, I told him one time, I said, when I die, I'm going to be cremated. And I want you to go Up in your airplane and sprinkle my ashes over the plantation, <laughs> <laughs> okay? Wow, wow, but he's passed, he's he passed about two, so years that's
2: ago. not going to happen. Yeah. Wow. But, you know, it but was, he is going to be cremated,
4: yeah. yeah Jerry was, cremated editing. you know, back whenever, when I was in, when we were young as Adventists. Uh, some of the pastors we had and other people that they thought it was tacky that we would get cremated.
3: Mm.
2: <laughs> now, Isn't look how popular it is. It's very it is. popular, mm-hmm.
3: very, very, very popular. yeah. Yep.
4: For one thing, it doesn't, a funeral doesn't cost seven thousand dollars,
3: yeah.
4: It costs whatever the cremate crea- cremation costs,
0: mm. okay. yeah
4: anyway anyway that's that's it that's my story and i'm sticking to it, into
0: <laughs> it. <laughs> and we love it we love yeah. it so, so we, awesome. we yeah we're about to wrap up now so but before we okay. do before we wrap up though i want you guys to um give us some advice oh you know because we, we, we're looking we want to make it to 50 years so what is your <laughs> advice to us what, what do we need to do so we can make it to 50 years
4: well, one thing that I think helped me was, you know, when we were in like a t- tumultuous time, uh, we had a sign. We have a sign in our bedroom and it says, always kiss me goodnight.
3: Mm.
4: Wow. Try that. And you You might have some ups and downs, but keep that in mind.
2: Never go to bed with an argument. Right. Never, never. Mm. Proverbs, I think, tells us. Yeah. Right. Never, and I had a teacher a long time ago that uh, Miss Madison was her name, and she says her father would never let the family go to bed angry. Angry. Mm. Mm. Wow. So that and forgiveness. Mm. Forgiveness has to be on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. God granted us forgiveness and grace. And so no matter what, I've had to learn that because I'm not a patient woman. Mm. (laughs) And uh, no comment. (laughs) (laughs) Be careful. (laughs) Um, uh, But it really... It's amazing just those few simple things will help you in the heat of the moment when things are really really going bad. You have to remember God, mm-hmm. what would Jesus do? Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: How has he dealt with me over the years in my journey? Right. Mm-hmm. And I try to extend that and it's it's a hard lesson, but by God's grace. We're all going to arrive at the heavenly kingdom on time. Amen.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Wow! Oh, so beautiful.
2: I love you guys. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah we love we love you too.
2: Love talking. To it's love so easy to, talk to. It's so fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is such a this is such a wonderful yeah. testimony, and and um, <laughs> we can sit here all day and talk to you guys. Yeah. Man, so much yeah. nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. Love you yeah. So yeah. much.
4: I was going to, I wanted to uh, make sure that I know the exact date that that this is going to play. Okay. Okay. Because I was telling you about my dad's family, my youngest, his youngest sister Mm -hmm. is younger than me. We actually grew up together. She's only six months younger. Mm. And uh, I called her, by the way, she and I are the last living uh out, outside of the rest of our family yeah
2: extended that you don't rip right. some cousins and okay. people you I'm don't even know we're talking about my dad's
4: immediate family yeah. and my immediate family but see part of my immediate family was my dad's brothers my my dad's youngest brother was only 2 years older than me mm-hmm. we run around together right and his his uh, uh two of his other brothers when I was eight, they were teenagers. And guess who they picked on all the time?
2: <laughs> You're <laughs> so taught, easy to pick on.
4: <laughs> they, taught, they taught me how to swim. They, We used to uh, dam up, we dammed up a creek and, and we used, we called it the old bathtub and we used to go there and swim. And, and uh, Dick and Tom would be there sometimes. And, and I don't know, what was going in their minds, but they said to themselves, "Let's grab Jack!" And <laughs> they grabbed me, threw me in the water, threw me in. <laughs> I wasn't swimming; I couldn't swim. But guess what?
3: You I swam
4: all. Doggy paddle, doggy. <laughs> That's how I learned to swim. Wow! If you, asked, if you asked me to walk in the water, I wouldn't have went.
2: <laughs> the hardest thing about aging is the loss of those near and dear to you. And mm. you find that you're the last of the mohegans so yeah. to speak, yeah.
3: Yeah. Right. and
2: it has lonely moments. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, yeah. because you you miss people who are such an intimate part of your life, yeah. and so so that it's it's really hard. So you have to cherish relationships,
4: right? Amen.
2: Amen. Now those
4: two teenagers they were killed in a common accident oh, wow. uh, but the one the younger of the two uh worked for Texaco, drove tractor trailer never uh-huh. uh, they, they were making a delivery and then when it was on the weekend dick would get his brother he used to take my dad he used to take my brother-in-law and one day he couldn't find anybody so he grabbed tom and they took off to make a delivery mm. and the truck wreck uh caught on fire they uh tom was already out of the truck and there were people starting to mill around and and the truck was on fire and dick was still in they believed that he dick was killed on impact right but uh
2: you're gonna try that's a tom, that's a terrible way to tom
4: ran back into the fire
2: oh wow
4: it was that was a bad time it was wow Yeah, anyway, uh, we've had a lot of incidents happen, and Joanna and I together, and she separately, and me separately. Mm. Because I was, we were both in our early 30s when we married. Mm. So we had a life prior to our life now.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, yeah. Thank you for having us. Yes. Thank Uh,
3: you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
0: It has. Yeah. It's been fun. Like yeah.
4: you said, it's been fun, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. beautiful okay. All yeah. Right, so don' gonna yeah,
1: okay.
0: Don is gonna pray to close this out, and then we' we'll okay All
1: right. thank you again mm. All right. loving Father, we thank you so much. what an amazing testimony. I can see your hand in their lives, even up to today, and yeah. we thank you for their inspiration, we thank you for their knowledge, we thank you for the way that they've always encouraged us, yes. And we ask, God, that you continue to bless them and look after them and care for them. Continue to be very present in their lives, that they can see you working still. And help them in those moments when they are sad or they don't feel encouraged, that you would just always be there just to give them that voice, that they keep going forward. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: thank you again. Yes, yes. This was
1: blessed day, guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yep, yep. And um, we'll we'll see you guys soon. Man, we'll we'll stop by and visit and and interrupt your life. (laughs) Johnny, you gotta (laughs) make us some pizza, man
2: yes sir. Now,
0: now I know you can make pizza I'm coming by for you have
2: to give me advance notice on that <laughs> because it's not instant
3: sure will sure will
0: do